Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors. And my great co-host from the great state of Minnesota, Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing good, John. Doing really good. Thanks for having me on the show. I've had a great week. Uh, busy, but that's good. It was a good busy, you know, with the family and the kids and uh, work, of course. How about you? Yeah. What's going on over there? Well, I'll fight a little bit of a head cold. I got a little bit of a cold, oh. but I'm, you know, they, they say that you have to play hurt sometimes. And yeah. uh, I'm trying to give the millennials a little lesson today. That's uh, if you have a little cold and the sniffles, you still go to work. So yeah, we're gonna have play a, through it. We're gonna have a great show today. So I'm excited yeah. about that. I'm gonna play through. Uh, yep. we're, we're gonna talk about Tony. Is your retirement prepared for a bear market? Ooh, that sounds scary. It, well, it is and it isn't. You know, I think that um, corrections and sometimes a bear market can be a, a great buying opportunity. But let's face it, since March of 09, the market's been ripping, right? I mean, we've been, yeah. you know, if you've been in, wow. which most of you should be, yeah. Um, you know, it's time in the market, not timing the market. A lot of people made a lot of money since March of 2009 through uh, here we are in November of 2017. Yeah. And hey, you know, we there's things that you do have to prepare for. So I think that today is going to be a great show. We want our listeners yeah. to stay tuned. Don't change the channel. And we're going to talk about, Tony, both bear and bull markets. I think that uh, it's very appropriate for today. Yeah. And, you know, the, start, the stock market, by the way, has always been volatile, right? I mean, it's always been fairly unpredictable. You know, people have been calling for this correction now for like eight years and just haven't yeah. got it yet, you know? I mean, yeah. people have been hedging really, really hard the last couple of years and the market keeps going up. People say, you know, when's it going to stop or when's it going to turn or why don't we at least going to get maybe a healthy correction? And, you know, I think everybody's preparing right now for Thanksgiving. It's a great time of year. You'll be around the table with people that you love. Yeah. Um, so this is a great topic. I mean, people are going to talk yeah. about this. I mean, I know a lot of people that took their money out of the market a couple of years ago. They just thought that the, the price to earnings multiples were too high. And uh, they're in cash. And, you know, a lot of people missed a lot of upside because they're in cash. And, yeah. I think that this has been a great streak for investors, but it's imp it's very important to prepare uh, for you know the day that maybe the the market pulls back, and we think that's going to yeah. happen. And 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 the, and the main thing is, if it does, can your portfolio, the way it's designed, still you know be able to give you a guaranteed income plan for the rest of your life, no matter what happens in the market? In other words, uh, is your portfolio bear market proof? Is a good yeah, way to say it. Do you have it. a plan in place to deal with it? That's the key. Exactly. The allocation. And yeah. And most people don't. They don't really have yeah. a plan. Right. Well, I think this is going to be a great show because it's really timely. Like you said, I mean, 
really since 2009 the market's just kept going up and up and it last year it hit record highs and now this year it's hit record highs and it keeps going up uh, and i think this is going to be an important one because we've been riding this high for over eight years now and nobody knows when the other shoe is going to drop right <laughs> they don't you know, I mean so many people have been predicting the correction and the pullback and you know, it's funny because people blame politics and, you know, the people that fight in politics. And I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat or you're independent. You know, I tell people that earnings drive stock prices and fundamentals, you know, gross domestic product, unemployment, um, you know, jobs. All those things, they're, they're real fundamentals, really. And, of course, then that affects companies' earnings, and that really drives stock prices, not politics. Now, you know, if if King Jamal uh, sets a, a, a missile off over Japan, you're going to have uh, some people that are going to get scared. Sure. But, you know, as long as we do have uh, some stability in the world, you know, it, things are going to fall back to earnings. So, you know, we just don't know. And, it, and the funny thing is, every time people try to predict something, it doesn't happen. Like in 2008, if you, if you want to go back then, a lot of people... Even though there were a lot of things that were ripping, you know, in 05, 06, and 07, and, and they had all those Alte mortgage loans, people really weren't expecting a 40% correction. They really weren't. Um, but we got one. So I, I just let people know out there that markets are unpredictable. And how about we go back to Black Monday? Remember, that, uh, Tony, you were probably what? Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do your age and do some math here, but... <laughs> 30 years ago, we had... Oh, yeah, I, that was, I remember Black You remember Monday. that, right? That was yeah. uh, in 1987. Yeah, late 80s. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I wasn't in the stock market at the time. I had just graduated high school a, a few years before then, but I was well aware. That's for sure. I think the whole world was aware. Exactly. And, you know, the, if we go back to October 19th of 1987, um, that's when we had Black Monday and the stock markets plummeted and they plummeted around the world. Uh, the Dow uh, that day fell 22.6%, uh, which is an equivalent of a 5,000 point drop at current levels today. And it became known as the single worst day uh, in Wall Street history. And it's a good example of why you need to be prepared for the day that the market drops again. Now, one thing I will tell you is number one, I'm pro equity. Uh, I like equities. I think if you're going to build wealth over the long term, you got to own good stocks, good stocks. And if you own the products of the things that people buy and you buy good stocks over time and you hold them, um, you're going to do well. However, there are going to be times when the markets are going to correct and sell off. And, and most people don't have any kind of risk mitigation or downside insurance if this happens. Um, I think to be fair, Tony, also analysts aren't saying that there's going to be a repeat of Black Monday. So you know, I'm not trying to be a fear monger. There's so many people out there that fear monger. So people just buy one type of product. Uh, we're not going to do that, especially on this show. We're going to be fair. We're going to be balanced. And just look at all sides, okay? You know, nor are they saying that a bear market's about to happen. Um, but bear markets are a normal part of the ebb and flow of the business cycle, you know? Now, some analysts are saying by next August, that's August of 2018, uh, they, they do think if the, if the central banks and the Fed starts or keeps raising interest rates, that could be a specific time when we do start to see things pull back the other way. But the, the bottom line is nobody has a crystal ball, right? Right. Because yeah, if you did true. have one, you could just sell short that day and make gazillions of dollars and we wouldn't be talking on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. So, so 
I, obviously, this is a big concern. How do these uh, corrections in bear markets happen? How often? Well, first of all, understand what a bear market is, right? It's defined as when a, a given yeah. market decline uh, happens, you know, in the in the twenty percent range uh, of its peak. Um, so that's a bear market, okay? Yep. Given market decline at least twenty percent off its peak, while a market correction is about ten percent. Oh, okay. okay. So a bear market is defined as twenty percent. Loss in a and a market correction is a fall of about ten percent. Yeah, and in twenty sixteen, you know, we had four little corrections. You know, between five and eight, but four of them in sixteen. What's been ironic is you know we had Trump uh, get in this time last year into office or get elected rather. They don't get in the White House till like what the twentieth of January or something like that. But um, but we've had a, a pretty significant rally, and we really haven't had any even corrections. You know, like little pullbacks, little sell-offs. I mean, you know, that's that's typically a great buying opportunity for a lot of people. Uh, I know that according to Ned Davis Research, that from 1900 through 2013, that's a that's a long period of time, by the way. Sure. You weren't born in 1900, were you, Tony? <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> I was going to say, if you have, you've seen a lot of corrections. There's there's been 123 market corrections from 1900 through 2013. Wow. Uh, it's about one per year. Meanwhile, there were 32 bear markets during the same time. Uh, so that's one every three and a half years. So, you know, people have been wow. talking about Yellowstone going back off, like every 600,000 years we're past due. Well, sure. we've been in this bear mar- bull market for over eight years, and the average bear market's every three and a half. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a person that does a lot of statistics, but people would say, hey, that we are, we are past due. Yeah. So what usually causes these bear markets, uh, these big drops? Uh, There's actually a lot of different causes. Um, I think that some kind of shock can cause them or can make them tip. Uh, we, we, We could say that politics can sometimes set them off. I know like in 1990, uh, that bear market was set off by Iraq's invasion of Kuwait. And then they can also stem when the market isn't able to support stock prices. That, to me, is the bigger one, fundamentals. An example of that would be when the uh, internet and telecom bubbles burst in the post-2000 bear market. You know, remember the the dot-com, I mean, you know, you had companies going up 1,000%, and the valuations did not support that. If you looked at the balance sheets and the cash flow, a lot of those companies weren't even making money. So, you know, they were just being traded on euphoria. And there are also times when economic facts cause investors out there to change their minds. You know, like the 2007 to 2009 market when the housing market tanked. And we had, you know, I I, I laugh, but, you know, back then you could make 25 grand, Tony, a year in income and you'd get a million dollar loan. I don't know how they ever expected people to pay those loans back, you know, and that's why a lot of that stuff went in the garbage and they try to securitize that junk paper. And, you know, we all know what happened then. Um, So, you know, market corrections can easily morph into bear markets due to investor psychology. And so much of investing is about trying to guess uh, what other investors may be thinking and adjust accordingly. So I think that selling tends to give away to more selling. It's almost like a, you know, have you ever fed the sharks down in the Bahamas? Oh, yeah. I could see yeah. you getting in there with them, Tony. 
You know, I didn't climb in there. Uh, you but, wouldn't give uh, up your pizza, though. You would defend it. No, no. And I think no. you would win. But but my, <laughs> my point is, my point is, you know, a feeding friend is kind of like when one person sees what one person sees, it's like a, it's like dominoes, and then uh, people rush to the exits because they they kind of fear that hey, this is going to be a major sell off, and they want to get out before everybody else gets out, and it's kind of like having to run on the bank. So. You know, pretty soon everyone's trying to sell, and they're getting out of their positions. And then, as the markets steadily drop, then we see it plummet. So that's that's kind of how it happens on the psychology side, if that makes sense. Well, and and it does. So that does make sense. Unfortunately, our time is up for this first portion of the show, though. John, is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break? Yeah, I, I think that for a lot of people out there, if you've been on the sidelines, uh, you need to be cautious about investing right now, and if you have made a lot of money the last eight and a half years. It's a really good time to rebalance. If you don't know the right asset allocation or maybe how to protect part of the downside, give us a call. Our number is toll free. It's uh, 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. And let's talk about getting your portfolio in the right position so that if we do get a pullback, that you'll be ready for it. All right. Thanks, John. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of John Balserac here on Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balserac, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a roadmap for financial independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserac from A4 Wealth Advisors and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And John, We've been talking today about, is our retirement going to be prepared for a bull market? How to make that happen? You've covered a lot of ground. You already talked about how we're well into the eighth year of a bull market, how often corrections and bear markets happen, and what could cause a bear market. Um, Now that we've talked a little bit more about this, market corrections, bear markets, Maybe we could talk about what this all means for the average investor and how we need to approach it. Yeah, I think it's an important thing for people to discuss. And just be honest with yourself, you know, people have made a lot of wealth in the market. They didn't make it from being on the sideline. They made it from being in. But we know that valuations are getting high and people, I mean, anybody could see that. So statistically speaking, uh, we are due for another bear market anytime because we are eight years in to this current bull market, and uh, which was, by the way, twice the post-1990 average duration between bear and bull. So that's important to know. Uh, I think it would be silly to think that the bull market will continue forever. Um, you know, I do like corrections better than, of course, bear markets, because that means that GDP is, is uh, flat to negative. GDP seems to be going up. Uh, you know, I think these tax cuts, by the way, if they get them through, if, if Congress can finally do something and get it through, then uh, that would help. That would help, uh, you know, again, stir up and build the economy. But, you know, we just don't know. 
if that's going to happen or not. So I think that for listeners out there that now more than ever, Tony, it's important to be fundamental uh, when it comes to your investments. And, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, psychology is favoring a bear market. People are hedging, uh, which means, you know, fewer investors are willing to, to bet that stocks are going to continue to go up. You know, I don't know if you go to Vegas much, Tony, but have you ever have you ever played craps? Uh, you know what? I've watched that game. I've never personally played craps myself. It's very fun. You know, I don't, I'm not a big gambler, but uh, every once in a while I'm not I either. have a little bit of fun out there. and um, It's fun to just stand and watch it, actually, even. Yep. So, you know, if you you have the pass line and the do not pass line, and the pass line right. if you if you roll a 7 or an 11, that's a, that's a that's a winner. But you always got the guy at the very end who's like the bear market guy. You know? So you have like <laughs> yeah. eight or nine of us are betting on the pass line. There's that one guy at the end. He smells like smoke. Not and he and he and he has his money on the do not pass line. So he's betting against the rollout that you're going to crap out. Get a 2 or a 12. So I think that be, you know if if, a, if if I'm at the Vegas table right now and this person has been rolling for 35 minutes, I have made a ton of dough. The guy at the end is getting ready to win because he can't roll forever, and that's where we're at in the market, you know, as an analogy. So it's impossible, by the way, to time it. You know, people think you can just time the day it's going to happen. People can't do that. No one's good enough to time it. But I think that. Um, Psychology-wise, you look at some of these big companies like Netflix and Tesla, Facebook. I mean, they've got huge price-to-earnings multiples right now. And it's impossible to time when the correction or bear market is going to happen, but it's going to happen. So you should consider betting on what you think will happen over the medium to long term instead of trying to guess what other investors are doing this week or this day. Because uh, you could hurt yourself, yeah. you know. I know people that in you know after the '08 crash, they started buying a lot of gold, at, and that was really the best time to buy equities and stocks because they'd been hurt so bad. The best valuations at that point were stocks because stocks got killed. Gold has been really in a bear market since then. So now I think we're at the other side of the table. We've had a strong dollar and a strong market for eight years. You know, commodities may look a little sweeter today because the chances of the equities being pulled back right now are going to make the commodity markets go up. So it's a good time to hedge. You know, in Blackjack, you can buy the insurance if if the dealer's got a face card showing. It's just we're getting near to that time. But you can't say it's going to be this week or this day. No one's that good. But we're we're at the end of the cycle, okay? Or we're getting close to the end of the cycle, if that makes sense. Sure. Well, and I think that this is good advice you're giving us, but what would you say, John, to those who might be nearing retirement and what a possible bear market could mean for them? I mean, that's that's the tough spot, right? It is. I think that one smart move you should make now is to ensure that your assets are still properly allocated in regard to your risk tolerance, you know? And if you're the person out there that's five or 10 years away from retirement or even two years, you have to be, this, the closer you are to that portfolio turning into income, the, the less risk you should be taking. You know, right. I, 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 I talk to people all the time and they said, well, in 07, John, I had 2 million. In 08, I had one. Or the end of 08, I had one. Yeah. Honestly, wow. they lost 50%. And that yeah, was the year that they bad. were gonna retire. So they went back to work. You know, how about if you were the person that was gonna retire in the early 2000s? 
And then we had 2000, 2001, and 2002. We had three negative years back to back. By the way, that's wow. highly unlikely. I mean, that hadn't happened since the Great Depression. Um, but 08 was sure. a, you know, we got it all in one shot. We didn't get it over three years. We got it over three. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's a good time maybe to look to more conservative positions. Um, yeah. Don't invest as aggressively. You know, people that are chasing these FANG stocks, you know, you've always heard don't chase return. People are doing that right now. Wow. And, you know, do not chase return. Um, you know, look to be more conservative. Look at investments that maybe can't go down. You know, where, where bonds will help dampen volatility, you're not going to make a lot of money in bonds. Matter of fact, you might lose money, at least in bond funds, as interest rates go up. Uh, but maybe you just own bonds temporarily because if we get an equity market correction, you know, the bonds will, will stabilize the portfolio, so to speak. Um, so you, you really need to look at all the different uh, investment classes out there. Or maybe you look at stuff that's not correlated to the stock market. You know, there are alternative investments out there. There are real estate investment trusts. There are business development companies. There are things that will produce uh, even if the equity market pulls back and, and that yeah. will be virtually unaffected or less affected. So the, these are the decisions that you need to make right now. If you don't know how to make them, give our office a call toll free at 855-260-7361. It's very timely. Again, 855-260-7361. We can do a portfolio analysis review. We call it that a PAR. And we will look and look at your time horizon and your risk profile and see if we need to make some changes right now. Sure. Well, I think that's great advice. And we're going to take a quick break, but listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of John Balserac here on Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. Good advice is something hard to come by. That is why you should find a financial professional you can trust. Every financial choice involves trade-offs. It is helpful to have a financial professional on your side to help you organize your goals and have a better understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At A4 Wealth Advisors, we focus on working with you to meet your financial goals and provide the advice that can help minimize the hazards you may face. Visit us today at A4Wealth.com. And welcome back to our last segment for this episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, with our host, John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And John, you've been talking about the inevitable bear market and how we can prepare our investments for it. Uh, we're well into the eighth year of a bull market, and uh, you covered uh, some of the uh, causes and concerns there and, and why it's important for our assets to be properly aligned with our risk tolerance. That's a big one. Tell us more about how we can take steps to protect our savings from these big losses. Yep, that's a that's a big one right there, Tony. Yeah. You know, there's really no way to fully protect your investments um, from all types of risk. Let's, let's get that out there right away, you know. And, you know, you need to hold stocks for the long term. So you can go to maybe some less risky type stocks, like maybe high quality, high dividend paying stocks. You know, those are not gonna track like the FANG stocks growth stocks, you know, Facebook, Netflix, uh, Amazon, you know, because they're paying a much bigger dividend and their range is not going to go as far on the volatility side. So we can go, if you are in FANG stocks, maybe we go from FANG stocks to high dividend, high quality paying stocks. 
maybe we go to short duration bonds. You know, you may only make one and a half, two percent, but you're not going to lose money necessarily, okay? Unless the Fed really cranks interest rates, or you know, you have to get out early. Uh, maybe we look at selling off some of our stock portfolio, and maybe we buy a fixed index annuity. Uh, that we set up for future income that has a built-in income rider uh, at 6 or 7% roll-up per year, that's backed by the claims-paying ability of the insurance company that has no downside risk uh, from the S&P if it's negative. So there's, you know, there's all these different options out there. You know, I'm, I'm not really liking cash or CDs because those assets don't make anything, you know. And, you know people say, well, John, a CD pays one and a quarter. Well, after you pay interest income and taxes and you look at inflation, it's negative. So, you know, you want to go find what we call the sweet spots out there, Tony. And the sweet yeah. spot, it's going to be different for everybody. You know, you may say, I'm, I'm okay with this real estate investment trust because, you know, the standard deviation is so low on this particular, say, interval fund versus, uh, you know, something else that I'm willing to take a little bit of risk to get, you know, maybe four or five extra points in alpha return Versus someone that may say, John, I just don't want to have any downside risk at all. Well, then you're going to have to look to what we call green money, safe, principally protected products that can't lose money at all. So again, depending upon who you are as an investor and where you are as far as the retirement cycle, if you're getting ready to retire next year, that's a, that's a big need to make a change to be, to be safer. And you know, we, we talk about the rule of 100, Tony, you subtract 100 from your age, and it tells you how much should be in safe money accounts versus equity or at-risk type accounts. And that's where you start. But for those out there that maybe you have a $7,000 a month pension plan, you have another 2000 in Social Security, if you're, if you're the person that has that, you know, you can afford to stay in the market because your income plan is already there. For those of you that don't have a guaranteed income plan, you have to be very, very careful about your asset allocation right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can see that. That makes perfect sense. What's another tip, John, you have for us today? Another thing uh, I think if you feel the market is affecting your retirement savings is that you can adjust how you are tapping into assets when you reach a point that you need to start withdrawing money. So, you know, just like a quarterback, you know, they'll call an audible at the line of scrimmage if the defense lines up differently, right? If the line inside linebacker is like different, like I'm going to get sacked. I'll call a different play, which means if I'm taking money out of an equity-type portfolio and that's going to maybe get a little bit of a hit, maybe we switch buckets. Maybe we pull it out of a cash account. Maybe we pull it out of a fixed-index annuity that has no principal loss, and we allow the equity markets to recover. Because if you're pulling money out of the equity bucket and the equity bucket's going down, you're essentially reverse dollar-cost averaging, Right. That's basically right. selling securities, at-risk securities, when they're going down. So you kind of have a double whammy. And I know that we've talked about the sequence of returns on, on past shows. And all you do there is flip the interest rates. You know, the, the, the person in year uh, one makes 20%, and portfolio B, uh, he's down 20%. And you just flip them. Well, that doesn't really make a difference while you're accumulating money. But when you start pulling money out, it makes a huge difference. And the other thing we'll talk about is withdrawal rate. You know, they used to say don't withdraw more than 4% of your portfolio. That's the old rule. The new rule is more like 2.8%. And that's to ensure that you do not run out of money. And what is the number one fear that retirees have? It's running out of money. So a lot in this show to talk about, but for most people, they don't know how to do it themselves. 
if you want to have an expert help you. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for over 20 years. I'm a certified financial planner. I would love to sit down with you and find out how we can help you. So give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. All right. Well, we're out of time for today's show, but it's been a great one, John. What's that phone number one more time? Absolutely. Give us a call anytime at 855-260-7361. They can also go to our website. There's a ton of information on there for education for people. It's www.letteranumeric4wealth.com. That's a4wealth.com. All right. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balsarat. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 